0: Welcome
1: to the exciting world of the movies. It is Valentine's Day in the movie graveyard once again. That's right. Unfortunately, (laughs) we missed our doing a Valentine's Day movie last year. I think before that, maybe the last one we did was. pretty and pink and then i think it all got started off with the uh, scott valentine's day when we did my demon lover and i always yeah. i always felt this like this movie was like kind of like the counterpart to my demon lover uh, thematically and spiritually <laughs> so it. to speak so yeah we will be watching with you today one of the most romantic films probably ever made <laughs> The 1987, what's so funny? The 1987 (laughs) classic uh, romance date with an angel.
2: The zaniest Mm -hmm. movie you'll ever see.
1: (laughs) If Benny Hill directed a romantic comedy, it would be this movie. But yeah, so we're going to get it rolling right away. We don't want to give you guys blue balls on Valentine's Day. (laughs) So we have it pause. I'm looking at the Blu-ray here. I'm not sure if this ever came out on DVD or not, but um... (coughs) excuse me. But uh, we have it on the Blu-ray. It's at the 36-second mark. There's like a brand new, obvious, modern Studio Canal logo they jammed on there. But the real opening of the movie is with the original studio's logo, the D, the trusted D-E-G lion, the De Laurentiis <laughs> Entertainment Group. Or boy, Dino De Laurentiis in the house, bringing the romance. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, if I remember right, he also produced one another one real romantic uh, movie of all time was King Kong Lives, where oh King god. King Kong had uh, met a female gorilla, had a baby. Oh
2: my god! It was awesome. That's too sexy.
1: It is, like they totally show the mating and everything. Oh my and, god, uh,
2: really?
1: I'm pretty sure we covered it on the show. Yeah, oh I got the DVD. God. But yeah, so I'm gonna say one, two, three, go. Have a pause at the DEG logo. Uh, when you hear me say the word go, please hit uh, play on your remote flizzle flies.
0: Why are you laughing?
1: Because <laughs> it's the DEG logo. It's um, the lion. Isn't a lion cool though? Yes. Yeah, he is cool. <laughs> All right, everybody. I just another great one was. um uh, Maximum Overdrive, one of the best Stephen King movies. Mm. Uh, Dino De Laurentiis, uh, another North Carolina production. All his movies. Uh, <laughs> well, his Amer- not, not all his movies, but after a while in the 80s, he was making all his movies in North Carolina and America. All right, everybody. One, two, three, go. It doesn't roar or anything. It's just a lion.
2: Dang, you didn't even like barely let people put their hand back on their play button. Okay. Yeah. After you was talking again. Yeah.
1: Well, they probably, you know, they probably got like fancy systems <laughs> where they, they, they auto sync it up to show up. So yeah. One thing I want to say, like, obviously, I'm so glad this movie's on Blu-ray because how else will we get to uh, watch it? But this is one of the most beat-up film prints I think ever
0: committed oh, to Blu-ray. Oh, see,
2: I totally missed this whole beginning yeah. part. That's why I watch things with captions because I always yeah. miss stuff if I don't. So, literally,
1: like, if you were, like, ten seconds late coming into the theater, like, <laughs> you getting totally your popcorn. You totally would be yeah. so
2: confused the rest of the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, because, like, it starts out with the voiceover of God telling the angel to oh, go to Earth and go God. take him, right?
2: I would have totally had a completely different opinion of this movie had I known what was being said there.
1: <laughs> yeah, God tells the angel to go to Earth and get him. But, uh, I mean, they're less like, laying it out there for you. They're not really being tricky with it. But, um, yeah. And, like, it, like really the opening credits, and you kind of get this in a lot of 80s movies, is, uh, you get, like, some really kind of trippy visual uh, special effect credits.
2: I think they're all supposed to be angels or something, because yeah. it looks like there's, like, a lot of people saying goodbye in different languages, yeah so it's like they're different angels like taking people
1: taking people to heaven yeah
2: mm-hmm. it's pretty cool
1: i mean honestly it's like i know like this movie
2: <laughs> i'm gonna have a totally different experience with the captions on yeah. with this movie now see that's that's the thing is you almost have to adjust
1: to 80s movies if you're not like whatever used to them because like they will go very zany over the top but at the same time it's like it was the the cocaine fueled uh attitude of the day is like they they will still like in the mind of the filmmakers be very heartfelt and serious at the same time as well as being very wacky but like i thought the beginning of the movie was kind of weird um most
2: crowded party you'll ever attend
1: (laughs) yeah it's like obviously this at this mansion this old southern mansion there was a big party in the backyard but then it rained and we find out here it's the um the uh what do you call it engagement party which i didn't know there was a thing of engagement parties but yeah there's an engagement party between um uh, phoebe kate's character and michael e knight who plays the main uh male uh the male lead in this film and it got rained out so it's like everybody moved in and like i'm know...
2: known as tad from all my children yeah did you ever look it up was it really him yes yeah uh
1: yeah, I forgot to look up if you made any other movies. But, yes, yeah, so this is a very uh, Grindhouse film print of Date with an Angel. It, it, it's, like, uh, almost as, like, uh, speckled and and uh, filled with scratch marks as uh, the 1946 Song of the South copy that we watched a week ago. <laughs> Shh. Yeah. We but,
2: didn't participate in that.
1: <laughs> no. But, yeah, and it's, like, in between this party, you like, you see outer space, you see the angel moving throughout, so it's, like... In this movie, it's not like an alternate dimension. It's like the angels will really take your soul up through outer space to get to heaven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Found that to be interesting.
0: <laughs>
2: well, how else are they supposed to do
1: it? Yeah. Well, you know, just some movies, like a little portal opens up of light. It's outer space. Yeah. It's
2: the sky. Yeah. Look at this old
1: lady in the background. she has got like an aerobics outfit on, even though she's like 75 years old. <laughs>
2: So, I yeah. wonder if, like, the day that they were going to film outside, like, I wonder if they really did intend to film outside, but then it rained, so they were just like, oh, we gotta move it inside the house. <laughs> no, like, because I think when once the Jack Black-style
1: hijinks come in, like, I think that really only would have worked if people were crowded into a uh, small area here but one thing that we you know this is like a legit 80s movie and not some like schlocky modern netflix movie or show that takes place in the 80s
0: oh my
2: god i thought this scene was so weird with them too yeah like
1: everybody's <laughs> indoor all these old people are indoors and just everybody's just smoking smoking <laughs> and smoking as many cigarettes as they can trying to get as older and more leathery looking as possible <laughs> but yeah like you basically set up um you meet phoebe kate's dad here and uh you meet uh the guy's parents and uh basically the dad is like a cosmetics conglomerate owner and like basically because his daughter phoebe kate which to be fair it is phoebe kate's and she's always playing models in other movies like uh bright lights big city but like yeah he made her the poster like girl whatever of the entire mm. advertising campaign and now they're finding out that the cosmetic line with her you know her face as the model yeah failed it went in the shitter so like this is a very very 80s type thing here now we get introduced for the first time to the male lead character he's playing a harmonica out in the rain like he's under an umbrella but it's clearly like who who would be out here whatever and uh i would say he was almost like with his character and his style here they were almost trying to make him like a john ritter type
2: (laughs) he did kind of look
1: like he kind of reminds me of jack tripper from uh three's (laughs) company with all his So, yeah, so, everybody's like, you know, this is our party for us, like, you know, our engagement, you're making me look bad, you're just out here in the rain. And she's, like, trying to say it jokingly, but, like, obviously, he's making her look like a jerk-off. Like, it's just weird. But I don't know, like, if I was him, I literally wouldn't be inside either, like, with all those 80 year old. Like, there ain't nobody in their 40s, 50s, 30s in that party. <laughs> it's just, like, literally, like, everybody's grandma and grandpa. Yeah, it's,
2: like, nothing but old people.
1: And, you know, I'm not saying that in an ageist way, like... Like, I mean, these people are super old.
2: For an engagement party for a young couple, it's mostly senior citizens.
1: Like, but advanced senior citizens. <laughs> Not even, like, your cool 62-year-old uh, you know, uncle. It's, like... Oh, my gosh. Like your 83-year-old grandma. But, yeah, he does this baseball thing with the tables here where he's running around in the mud. And he's, you know, and I'm stealing second base. I'm delivering. And it's, like, I don't know about you. Did, did you know this was going to happen? Like, even though I haven't seen this movie in 30 years... I knew for a fact he was gonna slip on this mud yeah. eat shit. Yeah. Yeah. He was just getting way too herky jerky in that ground, you could tell it was all stomped on with the mud.
2: <laughs> Everybody's just watching
1: <laughs> Yeah.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> I did think it was uh creative because the way she kept saying, Come in, come in it was in like how he's like running home. Yeah. Supposedly, quote unquote. <laughs> and home was going inside.
1: <laughs> Like, right off the bat, like, I mean, he doesn't really have, like, a bad attitude or anything. He's clearly, like, a goofball. So, it's, like, you're really going into movie territory, like, why somebody like Phoebe Cates would be marrying a guy like this who clearly is just, like, off his rocker and into jinks and wackiness. But, I mean, that's really, like, you know, the 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 mold of the 80s, like, comedy league guy. Like,
2: they're always in their 30s, but they acted
1: like they were, like, 16-year-old yeah. kids.
2: But I was just confused at first because like I didn't I recognize her so much like from a lot of movies I thought she was gonna be the like star of the movie so I was like kind of confused at the beginning. I was gonna say it's it's really weird and like I don't know if it was like because I've never really seen him before. <laughs> I mean, other than when he's older and the TV show, but like I've never seen him before in other '80s movies, so. It seems strange that an unrecognizable face was the star of the movie.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of weird, too, because it's like, she is definitely the biggest star of the movie. Yeah, and she yeah. has, like, pretty much a thankless, like, supporting role. Like, it really reminded me a lot of that movie we watched, Mannequin. Yeah. I remember how he fell in love with the mannequin, and he had that that like bitchy girlfriend that like and but i mean she was like a nobody actress like she wasn't like it would be like it would be like the most famous person in that movie was that bitchy girlfriend you know it just was weird
2: yeah i just i don't know there was just something with this movie that i was just like it wasn't clicking for me the whole time like there was just something about it but I swear, if I would have listened to that first little thing of dialogue right when the movie started, I think I literally, I, for reals, would have had a completely different
1: time. So the, to, to be fair, like, this is one of those stereo surround movies, and that was, like, the very first thing spoken in the movie. And, like, we would watch this other night. Like, every five minutes, I was constantly turning it up more, turning yeah. it up more. Like, this movie, like, never got loud enough. Um, and even then, some of the dialogue was kind of muffled and shit. But, yeah, like, like this is very much just a shame uh, that Jack Black wasn't old enough to act in this movie, because, uh, <laughs> at the time, because, like, his buddies, and, and, like, they show these terrorists coming to, the like, rob the rich people, and they got <laughs> Uzis and masks and, like, just from the, the bat, I knew that was, like... like they were a, coming to save him? Yeah, that he uh, was, like, that was his crew, you yeah. know, like... Like, again, in the 80s movies, a guy always has to have a crew of people. So they, they walk in, and they it looks like they kidnap him, and they say, we're taking this guy hostage.
0: Yeah. And,
1: you know, we'll, like, we'll make demands later. And, like, they throw a grenade in the party. And, like, I'm really surprised, like, they didn't do the 80s thing and have, like, one of the old guys have a heart attack or something, you know?
2: I can't believe they left that cigarette there for such a long time. Because yeah. it was smoking in the, like, wide shot of the room, and then mm-hmm. it was smoking in that close-up. Yeah. So they obviously left it there for a long time
1: yeah it's weird when people drop a cigarette on the ground, like it literally smokes for hours. It's weird,
2: but it's, um, like why doesn't it catch anything on fire?
1: It's just not hot enough. but yeah, the guy sees it. they throw a toss of grenade in, like the guy sees it finally <laughs> he realizes it's a you know Toy. it says army toys copyright on the side it's rubber <laughs> grenade, but uh they they called and said, oh by the way, you know and they they let him know it was a joke. he's like super mad. <laughs> Look at him, his eyes are. He looked like he was almost doing like a big comb right there. His eyes were rolling. Jeez, oh but uh, Uh... yeah. So we're gonna it,
2: get enough of orgasming for the rest of this. Yeah, movie. this is very uh. This how would they phrase
1: it nowadays? It's uh, oh God, I don't know. It's female orgasmic uh, positive is how they would say. There's a lot of coming and going in this movie.
2: But yeah, I could tell that this was going to be all set up to get him out of there because he was so miserable. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, again, like, in a way,
1: like, like, especially in the early part of the movie, I kind of, like, had a hard uh, time, like, whatever. It wasn't until they really, like, they really wait, like, long into the movie to explain who he is and what his story is and stuff. But I was just like, why is he, like, because, like, that was the thing that's weird. This is great, too, where they run over the fire hydrant.
2: And that lady, almost. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Or drive around the small town, North Carolina.
2: Oh, my God. It was so close to them.
1: Yeah. But uh, in every other movie, like, Phoebe Cates is, like, the aspirational girlfriend. Like, uh, Judge Reinhold like, fantasize about her in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. (laughs) And then Michael J. Fox in Bright Lights, Big City. She was, like, his model girlfriend that broke up with them. And he's, like, trying to get her back the whole movie and shit. And, uh, yeah, in this movie, she's just, like... She's just like yesterday's pizza, you know what <laughs> I mean like no, this guy really like like he is faithful to her. It's weird, like like yeah, when,
2: he tries to be the whole movie,
1: but he, he can't help but like fall in love more, and it's just like, yeah, oh,
2: there she is, she crashed,
1: yeah, so this one is uh a, a satellite in space hit the angel, and you and like you don't really see it see it's more from her point nah. of view,
2: but see that's but still, I'm like. Uh, like she crashed into the satellite so she's pretty much knocked out right now free falling what were the chances that she was gonna fall into his pool like yeah it just that's why i was so confused about everything because even i think even if i had heard that dialogue at the beginning i'd still have this thought of like but what were oh, the yeah. chances that she was gonna fall into his pool <laughs> like, to go collect him you know
1: well, maybe she was still trying to fly to where she needed to go, or whatever. Yeah. I was wondering why they they took a magic marker with the blow up dummy and uh, painted hair black where it was blonde. But yeah, I didn't see that they had the eye thing on it said Patty. That was yeah. that blow up doll was supposed to represent uh, yeah Phoebe Case. Like you just had a whoopee cushion there. So yeah, so like the guys they partied out so hard, like his place is just full of thousands of beer cans. Um.
2: The door's all wet.
1: Yeah, the angel, when she crashed <laughs> in the swimming pool, it, it caused, like, a tsunami tidal wave or wa- uh, swimming pool water to go into his apartment and wake him up. I thought this was a very interesting apartment building, too.
2: Yeah, like, is this just, like, his own pool? I just realized that. Like, he looks like he's living in some kind of, like... It looks kind like a private condo. like Condo kind of thing, but it doesn't look like there's access to it from any other place.
1: Yeah, I think this is the back door like where the pool... I think you just can't see it, but when you see like the front...
2: Oh, it looks like there might be... Yeah, I think there's right other there.
1: doors next to them. Yeah. And, and then I think the stairs, the people that live upstairs can come down to the pool too.
0: Yeah.
1: Or maybe they just have to walk around from the front, but yeah. It's like <laughs> a nice-ass pool. But it's really interesting because like, the stairs are all wooden
2: and shit. You usually don't see that in
1: apartment buildings.
2: I like how they always make a point of somebody picking up feathers. <laughs>
1: yeah, her feathers. He's the only one that can, like, actually kind of touch the feathers. It seems like everybody else, when they pick up the feathers, they always explode and turn into glitter.
2: No, and there's a scene later on where the one of the friends picks it up when they're yeah. trying to shove her into a car. So here we,
1: <laughs> yeah, here we have the French beauty, Emmanuel uh, Beard. I think is how you say her name. And, I, and like, I actually, like, Kind of always knew who she was from movies back then. And I don't even think she was in that many movies, but she was very distinct. She was one of the few uh, French actresses that felt like that really came over and did American movies. Could be, uh, could be uh, they were looking for somebody with like a exotic look, or maybe just Dino De Diller- An Angelic dis- look. Yeah, knew her.
2: Looks like the little statues every catholic person has in their house of angels
1: <laughs> yeah because they really had to bleach the shit out of her hair because you can see there her hair was super blonde but her eyebrows oh, really? were dark she's
2: not she's not normally light light haired
1: i don't think so i think i've always seen her with dark hair in movies and huh. her, her eyebrows are super dark so
2: that's interesting yeah so, she did something here. You could see the flash out of the side of the screen.
1: Yeah, flash away. She wasn't really naked
2: before. Like, I couldn't see
1: really she anything. She was just wet. She was just all wet. Now she's dry. But she now she has, like, the angelic robe on. But her wings are still, like, out and everywhere.
2: She's just all dry
1: now,
2: really. Yeah. All her stuff's all fluffed up again in her hair.
1: Yeah. It could have been, too, though, that she was just supposed to bring somebody else to heaven, and then she crashed laying in his pool. Yeah. Like, maybe God wasn't talking about him specifically.
2: Yeah. Because it seems like that was really the only point of the angels, because it seemed like he was sending out a bunch of them.
1: To bring people back from all over the world, because you heard them saying goodbye in a bunch of languages. Yeah. I thought this was interesting too, you know, cause she was drowning in the pool or whatever. He gives her mouth to mouth, but he just kind of does the mouth part. Like he doesn't pump on her chest to get her to spit out water. Well, you know,
2: what's funny is that that's actually how they, how you do it now. Like, really? yeah, they say that you don't, I guess because there's a lot of people who do it too hard and break the chest bone. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's how you do it now. Which I'm surprised cause like this is old, an old movie, you know?
1: Yeah. He actually did it right. You just, like, so So if you see a, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a woman drowning, a good looking <laughs> woman drowning in the public pool, just start kissing her and she'll come back to life. That's
2: not what he did. He was breathing into her. Oh, did she... you see him looking away, obviously taking breaths? And... Well, I
1: thought he was just, I thought, I, I thought, yeah, I just thought he was like, he was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm kissing such a beautiful woman. Cause, like, he, no, like, really. Cause
2: it was, like, awkward. I thought it was the way it was being filmed was awkward because he was, like, take, he was looking away from her taking the breath and then he would like do it he would face her and do it he did it like two or three times i always i thought that was interesting that they were taking the time to show that yeah so here's the big uh conflict of the movie
1: yeah conflict of the movie she wakes up she goes to spread her wings and the top of one of them like it's not nasty it's not like bloody or anything but it's it's obviously it's like broken apart well this
2: isn't kevin smith you know yeah, it's not like Ben <laughs> it's not uh, dogma.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Ben cut off his wings and no, they're all bloody stumps, pumping. Too
2: soon, too soon, too soon. Yeah, jeez, can't talk about
1: it. The movie's so old. How could it be too soon? Because
2: we just saw it. Hello.
1: Yeah, we just also <laughs> saw Ben and his uh, Duncan. <laughs> I f- I feel like Ben like. Uh, we're talking about Affleck, in case you didn't know. Ben, he kind of was like the celebrity of the week.
2: What other Ben is there?
1: Yeah, because it's like, he, <laughs> st- he's- he stole the limelight at the Grammys, and then he stole the limelight at the Super Bowl. hmm
2: Okay, so you're going to have to mansplain me what's going on here. Okay. Okay. So now I'm understanding what's happening right now. Yeah. She can't do it because her wing's broken. Yeah, she... She kissed him, and it
1: made him, like, knock out. He started snoring, and she started hugging him. She was like, like, you really kind of don't know, like, understand <laughs> everything that's going on.
2: Okay, that was my main problem with this movie, is that I just didn't understand, and, like... I mean, obviously, us and everybody listening to us right now on this podcast is, doesn't have their volume up. Yeah. But she makes these noises that... She's kind of like, ah! Yeah, she can't speak. She they're like bird these, like, noises, weird seal noises. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> like,
0: I
1: think they're supposed to be like bird noises because she has wings. But yeah, yeah.
2: But so like, I you can't really, and they're not really like expressive kind of noises. So it's not like you get an idea of what she's trying to express yeah. really. So like that whole scene there, like. I didn't understand, like, why she had to kiss him, and then the whole movie, she's, like, constantly trying to kiss him, so I just was like, what is happening here?
1: <laughs> well, also, too, it's, like, I didn't understand when we watched it the other day, like, why he knocked out and was sleeping all of a sudden. Yeah. And, like, she puts her arms around him, and she starts glowing. Yeah. And then, like, her wings kind of start to move, but, <laughs> but then she's, like, in pain because her wings broke. Where did that bird go, by the way? <laughs> yeah, the bird just went, well, the turtle, too, they keep showing this turtle, it's like a running joke at the beginning. The turtle's always walking around the apartment. <laughs> But it's like, why? Like, what is it? You... But no, but it, it, like, I don't think you can really, cr- like, criticize it in terms of saying it's, like, a bad movie no. or that it doesn't make sense. But it's just one of those movies, like, you don't really get what's going on until the second time you watch the movie. Like, you have
2: to really pay attention to the little things that are happening. Because if you miss something, you're just like, what? Why is this happening? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I think it'd probably be easy for
1: uh, people just to, you know. But, but I would I would guess that uh, this movie, probably the majority of people who did see it back at... Like, I know I, I saw it through cable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was like... I actually first heard about it from uh, my cousin Derek and his friends. Like, you know, we we're just hanging out, whatever, in the basement and then flipping through us on TV and they're like, oh, yeah, it's this movie, blah, blah, blah. And like, I kind of feel like that's what you would do. I mean, I know we brought this up a billion times on sh- shows, episodes before, but, like, back in the day of movie channels, like, like I mean, we do it even now. Like, we see the same parts of the same movie over and over. Yeah. Like, you would get familiar with movies. Like, sometimes even before the first time, you really would, like, sit down and, like, you know.
2: I try not it. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a movie on that I haven't seen yet and I want to see, I won't keep it on. I'll change it yeah. to something else.
1: But I'm, I'm sure probably the people that did watch this a couple times on movie channels back in the day, like, yeah, they... It, it was probably the same effect as, like, we were having, like, you... <laughs> You really need the second viewing to totally get it. Yeah. Like, I mean, the first time you watch it, you get the movie. You get it's a madcap comedy. It is
2: See, like, this thing, like, how she kept holding her hands out. Like, you don't really understand what she's trying to do until the end of the movie.
1: Mhm. Well, also, too, it's like, so, I mean, spoiler alert. Like, there's no reason to <laughs> keep the audience and, like, whatever. You know, because either they're watching the movie and they know the movie or they're I would suspect most people probably don't want to watch the movie. They just want to hear about it, see if it
2: interests them. See, I just noticed on this part when she was mouthing her, I was so distracted by her seal noises before, she, her mouth was actually saying up, up, up. Like, yeah. So it's like she actually does look like she's trying to communicate <laughs> to him in, in his language. So again,
1: because like, this movie is about right now about to have 45 minutes of nonstop Jack Black-style hijinks, <laughs> like, because his crew is down here to wake him up and shit. And I thought it was weird, too, that, like, these guys are kind of, like, all the same looking. Like, the spike hair guy's different, but the other ones, like, they both look the same, just one's more blonder, one has dark hair. But, like, basically, and you would never guess it, and the movie dances around it, or it actually drops breadcrumbs the entire fucking time, but you just won't catch it because you don't expect it in an 80s wacky movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the reason she wants to wrap her arms around him and fly him up to heaven is he really is supposed to die soon. Yeah. And she can, like, sense it. Like, whether she was, like, supposed to go find him specifically or somebody else, I, she can apparently sense it in him. Mm. And, like, uh, they just drop hints early in the movie that he always has headaches and he's always taking aspirin and shit. But they don't talk about it in detail till like, way later.
2: And really, too, like, you know, for somebody... I mean the lot of the, I mean the only re- reason I really watch 80 movie, 80s movies is because of you and like you generally watch the like fun lighthearted ones you know yeah. so like I just like those are the ones that we watch that you show me you know and like none of them have had like a serious thing like that yeah. in them before so like the thing with the headaches and the aspirin kept coming up but never did I ever think like he actually had like something serious you yeah. know I, I mean, I did, like, say, like, one time, like, I think he has cancer or something or, mm. <laughs> like, or tumor tumors. I don't know, like, but it, I really didn't think that that was actually what, what was happening with something serious. So, yeah, it was, like, it catches you out of left field because, like, you don't expect that. And if you don't really understand,
1: like, what she's trying to do with him, you think she's just horny all the time? That's
2: what I felt. Like, I just felt like she just was constantly trying to, like, get up on him and stuff. And I was just like, it just made it unenjoyable to watch because you don't really understand what's happening.
1: (laughs) So one thing that's cool about this movie is, like, you get in a lot of, like, I don't know, fantastical whatever movies where people, like, they're in disbelief. And I like this, that everybody that sees (laughs) her... I guess that's an angel. (laughs) Yeah, everybody believes she's an angel because, like, they do this thing where, like, she kind of glows all the time, and especially men fall in love with her. Yeah. But then also, I mean, she has giant bird wings coming out of her (laughs) back. It's not like Splash where, like, Daryl Hannah would, like, become... She would go in between mermaid and human she'd grow legs, you know? It's not like that. Like, even though I think this movie was directly made, like, probably cynically as a cash-in on Splash. Because I think Splash came out maybe three years before this. This is a a funny part, too, because they keep going this convenience store Mm -hmm. and this girl like I thought this girl was going to end up being like more important like one of the the guy's girlfriends or something but it's just kind of really it's just it's just like we had a location at a a whatever convenience store we could film at but um what I was gonna say is like yeah like like I I think this was like a direct whatever you know inspired by Splash but it's a very different movie like a it's like even more Broader comedy, than even the splash was and so splash was a pretty broad comedy, but this one like it really gets over, over the top and wacky. Like as it builds and builds,
2: I've never seen splash.
1: Well, if we watch it on Disney Plus, you won't get to see Daryl Hannah's butt. <clears throat> so cuz that's 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 awful. I would
2: never watch any movies
0: on Disney Plus.
1: <laughs> yeah, Disney Plus it's like you know, like you're going to see fucking Lilo and Stitch climb into a fucking pizza box, you know? Like you know you're going to get the <laughs> fake version of the movie on Disney Plus. But um
2: so basically right away this friend that he's yelling at wants to catch cash in on them quote-unquote owning an angel. Yeah. So that's kind of like the big uh villain of the movie yeah so like
1: (laughs) right off the bat like he's supposed to be on his way to phoebe kate's house to apologize to her dad but instead he's trying to help the angel and like he kind of never really makes it over there because he's trying to help her out but um like they just went to that convenience store being like oh we need breakfast and they just go through like grabbing all these bags of potato chips and sodas (laughs) and shit but, like, yeah, like, like basically, already, like, from seeing her the first time, his friends want to sell her to the world. And, uh, and basically, he, like, if you notice, like,
2: he keeps getting drawn in and wanting to kiss her. Like, her angelic charm, I guess. But, okay, but she knows she's injured now, because the first time she tried to take him, yeah. she couldn't, because she was injured. So, like, now, why does she keep trying to kiss him like that?
1: I think it's just, like... <laughs> She does, she just fucking thinks it's going to work, you know what I mean? Like, she, like, like, she, like, I mean. She, all she knows? Yeah, like, she's kind of, like, simple. Um, but, like, I think, I think it's just, like, maybe she thinks, like, she's strong enough now, or, like, you know what I mean? Like.
2: But, like, now it makes me feel bad for him more, like, he keeps, he, how he keeps having those headaches. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps bringing it up.
1: So Phoebe Cates shows back up, so, and he sees the angel, and he keeps a black a blanket wrapped around her to hide her wings mm-hmm. or, like, to help her. But Phoebe Cates thinks, like, she's, like, you know, she even says, oh, she's in to get blanket. We got to talk about Phoebe Kate's car, though, because I, I think this is the most important thing of the movie in terms <laughs> but of But really quick, like,
2: I feel bad for him because he's trying to be honest with her. Like, she's an angel. Like, yeah. he's trying to, like, still be with her and, like tend to the relationship, and she's, like, such a, Anyways, go on about Yeah, it's like... Go on about the awesome car.
1: Yeah, Phoebe (laughs) K. says it's awesome. I'm guessing er, early 80s uh, uh, red Corvette with T-tops. T-tops are so, like, underrated. Like, I know they were a pain in the ass, supposedly. Like, supposedly they leaked and shit. But they were such a (laughs) cool uh, compromise between a convertible and a regular hard-body car. But, yeah... She, like, peels out of there, like, her passenger door flies open, it was, I don't, I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be an accident or what.
2: Did you notice how he looked up, and he was like, why me? Yeah. That's weird. Like, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> he doesn't know he's about to, he doesn't, yeah, he, like, ugh. I mean, he
1: never knew, like, it's not like he went to the doctor, and he knows yeah. he's got six months to live, or, yeah. I mean, he don't even have six months to live, he has, like, a week to live, basically. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he's just trying to help the angel get back to heaven, so, he You know, uh, he goes... This is is just kind of like a hijink scene. Oh my
2: god, this one drives me crazy. He goes to a um, Catholic church to try to
1: ask a priest for help, you know? And, uh... Yeah, there's just like this guy coming out of confession (laughs) he sees the angel and he's like so whatever, taken back, that he just bumps into like the candles there. (laughs) And he walks out. And his his arms on fire, his jacket's on fire. (laughs) And he just doesn't care. He's so happy. But then when he gets out like you hear him screaming from the when he's out
2: of the view of her vision of her and her trance yeah (laughs) he he yells out
1: (laughs) yeah but I gotta say like like one thing like like the the actual visuals of this movie and how they they depict her as an angel like it's it's like weird it's like like it just they kind of do this thing where they always have special lighting on her like all times.
2: Yeah, she always has that shine. But it just works. It's the like glow. She,
1: yeah, she's so perfect. Like she she literally looks like an angel in this movie. It's it's hard to describe, but she looks like what you see in like old books and paintings and stuff.
2: <laughs> you don't think she's wearing a wig?
1: Who?
2: Her? Like her hair kind of looks like doll hair.
1: She? I mean, she might be or at the very least extensions, but like. When her hair was wet, it didn't really look like a wig.
2: I like this part. <laughs> yeah,
1: so she sees the, the kind of a white porcelain statue of Jesus, and she's, like, taking aback, back, and she drops the blanket. And she, it's it's really cool. Mm-hmm. She, like, kind of kneels down, and her wing spreads out, and she's admiring <laughs> Jesus and, like, touching him. And, like, like she kind of looks like she's part of the, the sculpture. It's really cool.
2: Well, there's, like, a famous, like, it's, like, a really... Commonly used visual of an angel, like how she's posing with him. Mm-hmm. It, it's a commonly used uh, photo that people have in their houses. Yeah, and it has like a quote with it. But it's like a really
1: cool visual. It's yeah. like again, like it's not the type of thing that you like see in a you know. That's why this is a good premise for a movie. Like you don't really get this kind of thing <laughs> in your average
2: wacky comedy. But, like, I just don't get this, too, where it's, like, these people are so religious. And, like, why are they getting scared? It's, like, it's an yeah, angel. Yeah. You shouldn't be scared. Like, <laughs> well, the guy wasn't scared, but she gets scared. Yeah, there's, like, kind of, like, a
1: weird thing in 80s movies where, like, yeah, people get scared about shit. And, like, it'd be different if, like, you saw, like, a werewolf or something. But it's just a a, a pretty and docile uh, female angel with wings, you know? Oh. <laughs> uh, I I think I think this movie and then those prophecy movies of Christopher Walken, I think those are the <laughs> only movies I've ever seen that had like ah, angel storylines. Ah, like
2: the yeah, true. their
1: wings actually felt there's really good special ah. effects. Like I never felt the wings were like hokey or not real looking, like the feathers, everything on them looks really good. It's like usually when you would see like like, kind of supernatural comedies back in the, the day, like, Zapped or something. Like, all the effects and everything would be so low-budget and hokey, but, like, you yeah, know, they actually do it good. They Richard Edlin from Boss Effects, uh, if you guys are familiar with any of the 80s movies, like, he did a lot of the good special effects back then. Uh, they did uh, all the outer space stuff and angel stuff in this movie. That oh, looks good.
2: It's just, like, why are you looking away, dude? Like, it's an angel. Like, oh, like, it drives me yeah, so crazy.
1: The old man priest, like... Talking to him, but, like, she... Like, he won't look at the angel, basically. And he's just like, look, look. But she's like... like, what
2: do you think? She's naked? Like, she was completely closed. Because that
1: lady got scared and screamed. Like, he thought they were doing, like, pranks in the (sighs) church and refused to look at her or whatever.
2: He could have had a special experience with an angel.
1: So, like, if I'm remembering, I think the guy in this movie, I think his name is Jim. But, uh... (laughs) It's, like, Jim's parents here. And, like, his dad's, like, a pretty, like, nice, like, guy... But his his mom is um yeah. yeah his mom is like I don't know like she was really horrible and and she's just so happy her oh, son she
2: was gonna he was gonna marry into money
1: <clears throat> excuse me yeah he she was she's so obsessed with the idea of him marrying Phoebe Cates because her dad's rich and and uh, supposedly he works at the the cosmetics company too even though you never really ever see him at the work you know because of what the the plot of the story is, he's too busy going to work, I guess. But, um, yeah, Phoebe Cates goes to his parents' house, you know, all crying. She's like, and this is, I'd say from this point in the movie on, this is where, like, it's the slow descent into terribleness for Phoebe Cates in this movie. Yeah. Like
2: She starts going down the drain. Yeah. And, like, you know,
1: maybe it was just appealing to play in, like, a broad comedy like this or something. But, like, yeah, it's just such a weird part for her. I mean, because like, I don't know. Like, maybe I overestimate it. Like, you know, sometimes our perception of people's careers is different than what it actually is. Like, maybe Phoebe Cates really didn't get offered that many good parts <laughs> in her life, her career or whatever. Because she did retire pretty early, intentionally to just go focus on her family. Huh. Like, maybe she was like when I was watching this whole time, we're just like, I was just like, Phoebe Cates did this part. You know what I mean? Because I mean,
2: <laughs> I how funny she looked. At. Yeah. So just holding it in her hands
1: so like this movie like what I was going to say is like I, I, I could see this movie possibly in doing this fucking ridiculous role where she's pretty much just a comical weird doormat woman
2: but they really made her do some weird ass shit in this movie it yeah. like, turned me off I was like ugh
1: it, uh, but uh, that's what I'm saying like maybe like she's like I'm not getting any good roles anyway
2: this is funny yeah <laughs> So like yeah like so like, why did it open?
1: <laughs> yeah, like I'm guessing there's some product placement in this movie cuz they're in the parking lot of this Wendy's and they're eating the Wendy's hamburgers and you see all the labels on the cups and everything. But yeah, she he's trying to teach her how to eat a hamburger.
2: But why did it open? <laughs>
1: I guess because she was squeezing the bottom, and there's like two slices of cheese on there, and they, they weren't melted at all. Like, they were hard pieces of cheese, so.
2: It looked like a face that was gonna, like, eat her.
1: Yeah, it looked like a, a mouth opening up back at her when she was, like, trying to eat it, and so it scared her. <laughs> but then she ends up eating the french fries, and she likes the french fries.
0: <laughs>
1: to the point, like, she eats hers and then she eats his. <laughs> but yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like this, too, like when they would have like magical characters in movies and they would always give them like childlike qualities or have them be dumb. I don't know. It's, it's kind of like an old genre, but.
2: <laughs> but it's bad for her. Don't eat
1: it. Yeah, her stomach will start gurgling <laughs> in a second. But um, and then his boys are, they're looking all over town. They want to kidnap that angel and take her uh, oh to go exploit her. Man, she's uh, woofing down those fries. I, I told you this when we were watching. laughing. Yeah, she was laughing. I told you this when we were watching. I miss them old style Wendy's fries. They change their fries and mm. they're not the same.
2: Everybody changed their fries except for McDonald's.
1: Except for McDonald's, yeah. Dang. I like this gag of where the guys drive by and they see her. They stop and they back the car up into traffic. But all the traffic almost crashes around them. Mm. I thought oh that was a funny sight. Oh. oh, yeah. She bit part of the Ew. cardboard. Uh, package off of the fries
2: they found her yeah
1: this 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 is like a tiny thing <laughs> but of course like there's another thing too is like every guy in the 80s movie had to drive like a real shit box of a car and uh yeah like the shit with his car door is like tied together with <laughs> rope like yeah i found it so is extremely distracting i just wish he just had like a regular car door that opened and closed in this movie Look at that blanket back there Kidney in his parents' house. It's weird.
2: Yeah, that's why, I I don't know, whenever people talk about JFK in a bad way, I'm kind of like, you have no idea what he meant to, to the households in this country. No,
1: even when I was a kid, JFK was still a big deal. JFK was, like, the gold standard of everybody Uh, who ran for president in, like, the 80s and 90s. It was like, why why can't they find
2: another JFK? (laughs) This is my least favorite part of this movie. I don't like that.
1: Yeah, so Uh, his friends, like, lure her out of the car.
2: see, I don't uh, That makes me sad.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just good filmmaking. His friends lure her out of the car Mm, with french fries. And, like, it's like you're teasing a dog with food. They're waving him in front of her. She's, like, reaching for him. They keep pulling him back. Trying to lure her out of the car. That
2: makes me feel yucky.
1: But it's funny how, like, everybody, like, the Wendy's was, must have been, like, the cool spot in the town. Because, like, everybody in the town <laughs> was, like, cruising in there. Like, there's, like, a cool Honda CX uh, or CRX. There's a, a cool, uh, I think, uh, I can't remember if it's Camaro or Trans Am comes by here. Black one. And, um, yeah, he, he he calls his house and uh, talks to Phoebe Case. She just slams the phone mm. on him. But She's yeah. like,
2: no, quit doing that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm not going to fall for it. And there's like a little
1: bit of continuity here. Like, he this car, like, drives by him right here. And then watch in this next shot, the, uh, look, now it's coming back mm. up on him again. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, they, uh, mm. they try to steal her, but he's, he got there in time. Which is kind of funny because, like, they do steal her later on. And you're kind of like, how come he just. They just didn't have it happen here.
2: Bite his hand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I gotta say, like this part of the movie, because like he's so mad at his friends because he knows what they're trying to do and he doesn't agree with it mm-hmm. with exploiting her. Like, I almost was like wondering if like at this point like they really were going to become like because like honestly they're they're his buddies and they're his crew. But you don't really see them do anything, like, really, like, they're really more, like, bullies than buddies in the first half of the movie, the way they kidnap them and they're always ragging them and shit. But they don't really rag each other, they're just, everybody, all three of them are always ganging up on him and doing shit.
2: It's like he didn't even look to see where she was in the car. No,
1: he just, like, kicked the car door.
2: (laughs) She does a good job,
1: though, like, looking at him and reacting to those things i don't
2: know i feel like in this scene like all the boys in this scene were just not like paying attention to like taking care of her
1: <laughs> yeah they were like all semi-abusive and shit <laughs>
2: just, i don't know things just didn't look right
1: <laughs> yeah so so what do you, th- you think like uh, <laughs> she's
2: all sheepish
1: <laughs> yeah he's, he's like what right, happened to the fries oh, and she's like oh, oh. and then oh, her stomach starts gurgling stomach yeah sense because she didn't drink any of that uh, drink she would drink some of that coke that it wash down better <laughs> but um because I mean unless there's you know I don't know about them or whatever like they really don't make like comedies and stuff with like these fantastical premises I mean they were all over the 80s we had like Teen Wolf and all that like there's just all kinds of weird wacky yeah. shit um what did you think like when we were watching this cuz I assume you had no knowledge of this movie before the other night, right?
0: Mhm.
1: Like what did you think like when we were watching the movie and like
2: is your favorite part? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the one of the dogs from the Resident Evil lab is loose in this neighborhood. <laughs> it be, you know, before it got before they get turned into zombies. It's pretty much like this was the debut of the Resident Evil dogs. Mhm. <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, that dog, he always tries to attack me. Blah, he used blah.
2: the stock footage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, like, the, the dog comes running up to uh, attack them. And then she just stares at it and turns it into a nice puppy. <laughs> you may or may not hear sirens uh, in the background. <laughs> uh, our, our town is constantly under siege.
2: <laughs> so you're asking, what do I think of what?
1: Like, doing, like, a comedy movie, but, like, doing it with, like, a supernatural premise type thing.
2: I mean, it's fine. I don't, I don't see a problem with it. It's just, <clears throat> it becomes difficult when you're not getting, like, your messages across the way you're, you want to, the way mm-hmm. you intend to, you know? Like, how she can't talk. Like, you got to make sure she's acting. Basically, you need to get an actor who knows how to act without talking. Yeah. So, it's, I don't know, that's kind of like, it relies on that a lot. And it just, I think that was kind of one of the things that was hard about this one. Was that uh, sometimes it seemed unclear, like, what was supposed to be happening in it. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't have a problem with it at all. Yeah. You just got to make sure you're doing it right.
1: I mean they don't they don't really make comedies anymore anyway, but like wh- why do you
2: think it is that they kinda abandoned like the you know? they look just notice it looks like they put like red eyeliner on her eyes or like pink or something, yeah, it, I think because they just abandoned comedy period, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't... But, like,
1: when you got more into the 90s... I would say, really, the Jim Carrey era. Mm. Like, because Jim Carrey was so funny. Like, because he, I mean, he started out with, like, the mask, even. Which, like, yeah. kind of is in this vein. Yeah. But, like, once, like, they did kind of, like, Dumb and Dumber, they're like... It's, it, he just needs to be a guy in the movie. And, like, that's all we need.
2: I think because at that time, there was actually somebody who could do funny physical comedy. And they didn't need to... He could create characters that were, like, absurd enough to... To carry on their own. Yeah. You didn't need the supernatural kind of unbelievable thing. Because you had the talented actors who could do, you know, extraordinary characters that were human. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, that could be why. Because, I mean, he wasn't the only one. Like, there were other, you know, comedic actors, too, you know, that could do stuff. But that's the only thing I can think of. Thank he has a Ringling Brothers
1: poster. Yeah, Ringling Brothers Circus uh poster or sign in his mm-hmm. apartment. But yeah, the Phoebe Kate's dad comes in, like he's pretty much like came to beat his ass, but then mm-hmm. when he saw the angel he turned on nice and he that
2: got into her trance.
1: Yeah. And then like once she walks away they go inside, like it wears off and then yeah, same with the dog. Once she goes away, the dog... Be, this dog is so mean. Look at what so showing we his teeth. So we were talking
2: about how do they get the dogs to do... Because this yeah. is the second movie we've watched within the last, I don't know, a few movies that we've watched, where the dog has made that face like that without attacking. Yeah. And, like, we were talking about the, like, how do they get them to do that without attacking?
1: Yeah, because, like, normally when a sh- dog shows teeth and growls, it's like because it's aggressive or whatever but it's like how do you get them to show the aggression without like i mean i give that you train them to do it on command but is it just like they're just doing that but they're they don't have the internal like anger. emotion yeah
2: anger to like one of how do you ta- train a dog to do that like yeah. <laughs> how do you train them to be fake angry yeah i don't know <laughs> it's but weird
1: yeah, I don't know if that was like a continuity thing or whatever, but if they were like supposedly at his door looking in the front room, yeah, oh, that, yeah. that poster's not there the now. The
2: exterior is different from the interior. Yeah. I'm guessing, They're in a different location.
1: I'm guessing this interior was just at the sound stage in North Carolina. That's Caroline. funny. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then it kind of looks like there's stairs outside. Yeah, because there's
1: upstairs apartments in there too.
2: But there's not there's nothing like that on the outside of the, of his place.
1: Yeah. But um,
2: So she's trying again to uh, bring him in.
1: Yeah. And the reason he he never, like, kisses her... I like this part, too, where she just makes the doors close <laughs> on her. He, like, he pretty much rebuffs her, and she just gets sad, and then the doors she's staying at, they're kind of like French doors they close on.
2: But see, like, all of this, like, the multiple times that she keeps reaching out to him like that, like you you don't know what she's trying to communicate and like again because I missed that beginning part the whole time that we were watching it I was like why does she keep doing that like it was getting so annoying like I was getting annoyed with her because I was like why does she constantly want to be just hugging him and kissing him like it just if you don't understand the premise of the movie like and I think it really is a thing of like You don't understand it until the end of the movie. And then you're like, oh. (laughs) They
1: really wait, like, literally for the last ten minutes of the movie to explain what was going on. Yeah. But, um... I feel
2: like they maybe could have had something more in it. Like, maybe if they would have had another scene with, like, God talking to her after she realized her wing was injured. Yeah. Maybe if they would have had him, like, had some sort of communication again with her, saying something like, you know you will heal in time or I don't know something, but remember to bring him back or I don't know, something like that. Like if they would have just said, kind of reminded you again of something, I think it would have been more understandable, but yeah, I don't know. I was really confused for a lot of this movie.
1: Well, I think too, like the re I think the reason they put all that shit off to the, like the third act pretty much in the end is like, we also should say too the, the father, uh, cause Phoebe Kate's ad campaign failed. Uh, now he, like, that's kind of a thing with these movies. So there's kind
2: of like two villains in this movie. Yeah, like, they're always and three like, really, because now are the girlfriend too.
1: Like, back then they were always like, uh, like, they were always like, oh, we just gotta find the right girl, the right girl yeah. for this, right girl for that. And it's just like, yeah, like now, because he's seen the angel, he's like, we'll put her face on the posters and then we'll sell all these cosmetics, which, I don't even know if that's really like, I know cosmetics and like perfume and shit, like, is mar- pretty much all marketing, but like, I don't know if it's, like, just that. Just the face of the person that's going to make the product, like, all of a sudden better and sell, you know?
2: Mm, It depends. Because, I mean, you need to choose somebody whose complexion is good and all that stuff and make them look good or whatever. But but like People don't you buy think into it I guess.
1: Don't you think anybody who's ever appeared on that kind of thing like was a professional model
2: or you know I mean? Well, of course, but we don't think about that when we see that stuff. Yeah. Like initially like we just see. I mean the makeup industry is based on a woman's uh low, you know, self-esteem on themselves so yeah. When you see somebody, you know, who you think looks pretty or whatever like the advertising is supposed to make you believe that it's those products that are making her look that way and when your self-esteem is low enough or not self-esteem but just your own uh, personal how you feel about yourself you know um your flaws like you when you're you have a low enough feeling about yourself like you'll be easily convinced that those products are gonna make you look better. So yeah, I, I so. mean it does matter. I would say yeah, it's just so the psychology of all that.
1: So now you have both his friends, and then his fiance's dad wants to exploit the angel mm-hmm. for a profit and gain, pretty much.
0: <laughs> she I was getting scared.
1: I know. Yeah, he he takes her to the Salvation Army to get her some clothes. Like pretty much just a. A, a big over jacket, a hat, sunglasses, and a pair of shoes. And the
2: worst pair of shoes you could give to anybody who's not used to wearing shoes.
1: <laughs> yeah, instead of flat shoes, he gives her like they're boots, but they have like a probably like a three inch heel good on for them. You. Yeah. Oh my god. She can't walk in you know, He has to like I pull her along there. the street. <laughs> Jesus. So so now so like the, you know if the premise was based on Splash kind of. Like, this is really where it gets influenced by Teen Wolf. It's like, <laughs> his friends are kind of like how Teen Wolf Styles made all that junky <laughs> fucking Teen Wolf merchandise to sell at the high school.
0: Angel Cola.
1: Yeah, like, they, like they're at this, like, law office, and they're, <laughs> they're pitching all the different products that they want to market the angel as. Which is, like, it's kind of weird, because, like, this guy they're pitching the shit to, he hasn't seen the angel. He doesn't even really, like, really get, like that this i mean i guess maybe they could say like oh we found a real angel or whatever but um <laughs> yeah they just want to cash in and this is like the one scene i kind of felt like like could have got cut out of the movie yeah because like he goes to the library to get all these books about angels he's trying to gonna figure out basically like uh how to send her back or how to help her or whatever but it just ends up being this like i don't know slapstick comical scene and they get thrown out of the library and Really
2: obnoxious honestly <laughs> yeah because the so the sound she starts making
1: so yeah he shows her a picture of angels in a book and she starts like squealing her high-pitched bird squeals mm-hmm. and then like all these like old people and shit they're like Shh, telling everybody to be shut up so like, they run out because you know she won't shut up and then like basically a guy's gonna pick up one of hers there is a cool thing where her her uh wings are lifting up underneath her jacket though i thought that (laughs) was
2: fun like her wings are trying to spread but she got the big jacket on it's funny how she couldn't see when she had the sunglasses on (laughs) yeah like totally couldn't see and then once they took he took them off she was like oh (laughs)
1: like
2: as if she was in complete darkness
1: like this almost seems like a scene that should be able to Yeah, this guy picks up one of her feathers and just explodes in the dust.
2: Well, but it's the only time that it happens. That's yeah. what's weird. So I think they probably did just like add this scene in randomly or something.
1: Yeah. They're like, oh let's punch up some goofy comedy. Now this is where um Phoebe Cates kinda goes like full simple jack here. Um <laughs> Like, basically, he brings the angel to the mansion, he, like, he he wants to show it to Phoebe Cates to make her understand, because this whole time, you know, she thinks he's having this affair with this girl. <laughs>
2: she loves the swan.
1: Yeah, she starts throwing, like, all this shit out. Like, I'm guessing all the stuff he gave her, he was a bunch of cards and shit, and this stuffed animal swan, and the angel keeps <laughs> she holding thinks it. it's real. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he keeps saying, you know, she's an angel, she's an angel, and, like, you know, he, she's like no. she thinks that that like he's basically like sweet talking <laughs> his mit- mistress or whatever. She likes it. Yeah, so she turns the sprinklers on them, and the angel goes to play in them. But she, I don't know if this is, a, if this is <laughs> oh my god. maybe it was intentional. But she just eats shit on the lawn. Fell on her face. Yeah, like right on her face.
2: You think she turned them on on purpose? I don't think. so. Oh yeah,
1: because like why did they just come on? And then she went from upstairs to downstairs. Like, oh my god. Yeah, and this is where Phoebe Kate starts drinking and we see her, the first of her swigs out of a bottle of gin.
2: <laughs> this guy's still trying to get up.
1: Yeah, it's like very Benny Hill here. The The dad goes back to the apartment and like he gets out of the car and he, the dog comes chasing the car away. he has to get out of there. <laughs> Finishing our drinks here. I had Mountain Dew Code Red with the kaiju on the can. You had what? Pure Leaf Extra Sweet Pure Tea. Pure
2: Leaf Extra Sweet Tea. Mm-hmm. Real brew tea.
1: That's the good stuff right there.
2: We were drinking all the caffeine at 12.52 a.m. on a on yeah. a Monday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it 1 o'clock in the morning? Or the right? last day of our vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's the last day of our over- vacation.
1: No, this is Valentine's Day. How did you know the exact time? Were you looking at
2: your... Phone or what? Yes. Dang. You're sneaky. I didn't even <laughs> see you over there with it. Well, like, I keep it over here because I don't want it to mess up the microphone. Yeah. If in, just in case phones still do that. <laughs> Make those weird noises.
1: So this this is like kind of the part of the movie I start really like the angel. Like, he's using the phone booth. <laughs> and, like, just all the neighborhood animals come and gather around here. Even the, the dogs. ones across the street. Yeah. Like, like, she starts shooing all the dogs into his car. <laughs> and, like, pretty much, like, the rest of the movie, she's just surrounded by a bunch of dogs. That was funny.
2: Yeah. It was funny when she was putting them all in the car.
1: Yeah. So, n- now getting back to some hijinks, we cut back to the crew of friends. <laughs> and, uh, like, again, because it has just has to be as over the top as possible, they live in an old abandoned building that was, like, <laughs> a theater supply warehouse. So, like, they live in this big rundown warehouse of like all these dusty props and shit like it looks like the lair of like a Batman villain or something
2: that somehow has a phone line yeah it has a phone
1: line (laughs) and like there's even notices outside that the place is condemned but yet these guys just live in here fine and they have utilities and electric and stuff Which, that wouldn't be a bad way to uh, live in your early 20s or whatever how old these guys are, but Mm, like...
2: No, I've lived in a storage room like that. It's not fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but yours wasn't uh, full of all wacky props and novelty items.
0: I guess.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But it still had no insulation and or heating or uh, air conditioning in it. Yeah. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. (laughs) But they
1: have, like, you can see in the background the guys' beds and shit in there, and, like, they have a full kitchen. Mm-hmm. But, um...
2: It's like a a- Marilyn Monroe refrigerator? Yeah, they have
1: a Marilyn Monroe refrigerator. It's weird. I
2: wonder what that thing is on the top of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, it's like a pagoda top. Is there jar of pickles.
1: Yeah, this guy br- brings a jar of pickles, and, um... He grabs a slice of bread and he puts one of the giant pickles. It's like the big round pickles. It's like something you see at like a bar or something. He makes
2: a gourmet sandwich. Yeah, a
1: pickle sandwich. And then he like bites through the bread. But he,
2: he slathered it with mayonnaise. Yeah, he
1: slathered mayonnaise. But he doesn't eat it like a hot dog. <laughs> he like just bites it in the center like Now more hijinks. Yeah. There's a um a, like I would say like a... I s I wanna know if, if singing telegrams were ever like a real thing. <laughs> But this guy, he's like a tele- singing telegram guy. But he just—he's the love bug. He's in a bug costume, and he brings flowers and stuff to Phoebe Kate, saying, "Hell, your boyfriend wants you to meet him in the park tonight to apologize and stuff." So like, this is like the last scene. She's kind of normal, um, but this guy just keeps laughing maniacally. Like, yeah, he,
2: that was that annoyed me.
1: <laughs> like, you could almost make a horror movie with this guy. Like, he knocks on your door and <laughs> sings you a song and kills you or something. <laughs> but uh and then and then for even more hijinks, like talk about spending money out of a budget for a movie. He's got oh this my pink VW bug with a a giant fake bug on top, the love bug. And like I mean, it's a lot of like they do show his car driving through a shot later on, just like he's mm. driving through the town for no reason. I was surprised, like, for a cheap-ass movie to, well, I guess it wasn't a cheap-ass movie, but, like, normally you wouldn't see that kind of attention to detail for, like, a one second. Maybe
2: that somebody really had that business.
1: Yeah, they might. Maybe, Maybe they borrowed can. the car. But, yeah, I would say not this one. He's, like, chugging the aspirin again, but the time before, before he went to sleep and he was chugging the aspirin, that's when I finally started getting suspicious
2: yeah. that there
1: was something uh, wrong with him.
2: I feel like he's in a different house every time he, he they do a shot.
1: Yeah, it, it, uh, it does look slightly different. But, uh, yeah, his body... By the way, the amount of phone booths that are in this movie, <laughs> it's, like, completely different than the era of cell phones.
2: Nobody would know what the hell those are if they watched it now. a young person.
1: Yeah, I remember actually, like, using, um... Um, I guess cell phones were around the time but I remember in like the late 90s early 2000s using phone booths to call people like while I was out oh
2: I see where he is now oh look at that poster that's cool yeah like there was like a little kitchenette dining area behind the fish tank yeah
1: it's, like, oh I guess breakfast. there is
2: stairs in the window yeah there's like
1: stairs to go up to the upstairs the apartments yeah. but um
2: that was weird that they had that post circus poster on there huh
1: yeah. Huh. But uh yeah, the angel has wandered out of his apartment. Mm. He's looking for it and there's a big glowing coming from uh the the nearby woods or whatever.
2: See like this too. Like I didn't understand what was supposed to be happening here. What's happening? <sighs>
1: I like this part because it's almost like a Spielberg, Amblin esque. Like, yeah. like this part here, like look like the woods where they they shot like ET, like the fake woods where he's trying to communicate phone at home, and they even do a. Um,
2: but like, what's what is what's going on here?
1: She's just like singing an angel song, and like the heavenly light is like. Uh, I think she's basically just calling to heaven because like, I'm pretty sure he goes up to her and he says, "Are you phoning home?" Like it's like there's even an ET reference here. Which is why I thought it was funny that, like, like I said, it looked like the woods in E.T. Yeah, I know,
2: but is that really what she's doing?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's like, what else, you know?
2: I don't know. That's, what, <laughs> that's she, I did. Mean, I she's, <laughs> she's
1: communicating with God. She's making a giant light come all the way down from heaven. But
2: how come he didn't say anything? Because God talks.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe she, only she can hear his voice.
2: But we heard him at the beginning.
1: But we were in space, though. <laughs> Yeah, he says, I'm sorry if I interrupted your your whatever <laughs> phone home and then like, yeah, it's the E T reference. But uh,
0: uh Oh
1: he Yeah, like I wonder this part if he was just like all this time she touches him, he's like, Ugh like I wonder if he was like stroking out from his brain tumor or if it's just cause he's so in love with her.
2: I think in this part, whatever she was doing, she just got, like, uh, super, like, you know, g ge- up with, with God Juice or something that yeah. just touching her, like, made him do it. Yeah. Whereas before, it was just when he, when she kissed him.
1: So, yeah, so the, the singing love bug guy told Phoebe Cates to go to the park, and his buddies are like, meet us in the park, we'll go drink. And so, like... Again it doesn't Like I get why she would go But like it doesn't make sense Why he would go Just to drink with those assholes But yeah <laughs> He brings the angel to the park And the Phoebe Cates Sees uh Them together again And like th- I like this part Cause it reminded me of like A Hallmark romance movie Like the misunderstanding <laughs> And like honestly Cause like I didn't really remember The ending of this movie When we were watching this The other night Like I almost thought Like him and Phoebe Cates Were actually no. gonna get back together Cause they had the whole Misunderstanding part going on
2: he just didn't want to leave her alone, until she he brought her along.
1: Yeah, I mean he can't leave her alone. Yeah. But um yeah, like while he's chasing after Phoebe Kates trying to explain
2: <laughs> she's a down, dude.
1: Yeah, like uh his friends grabbed the grabbed the an Angel with them. Look the, like, like a she constantly net.
2: She, he constantly keeps trying to tell her like I don't want to break up with you and like she ever yeah. wants to be like all freaking out.
1: Yeah. It's like she keeps getting false hope that she'll, she'll uh, get him back or whatever, but then like she never really like sees it through. She always just gets instantly pissed.
2: Yeah. But I was gonna
1: ask you uh, for oh, some. Oh,
2: see how he's holding the feather. How he says, "Be careful!" She's shedding. Yeah. But the feathers don't disappear. On yeah, they're way. not.
1: They're not <laughs> exploding in the glitter. Yeah. But um. I was going to ask you uh, For some continuity here Our last movie we talked about Was Johnny B. Good, mm-hmm. Which uh, Uma Thurman got all mad At the supermarket Because <laughs> Johnny was uh, On a football trip Yeah this is a great part He tries no. to hold on To the back of the car And it's just pulling him along He's yeah. like Basically skating along the back of the car. I was thinking
2: his feet had to have been burning after that.
1: Yeah, unless they put, like, some special padding. Mm-hmm. That was some good driving there, man. I <laughs> you know, went through them beams and was a thing. <laughs> but I was going to ask you, who was who would you grade as the more annoying, jealous girlfriend? Uma Thurman from Johnny Be Good or Phoebe Cates from Date with an Angel?
2: Well, Phoebe Cates... Because she really gets super weird, and then the, that whole scene at the end, and ugh, I don't know, like, she's, like, nasty in this movie. More Wendy's trash
1: at his boy's lair, again, Wendy's, man, coming hard <laughs> with the sponsorship in this.
2: Hey, maybe it's, like, Sonic and Reservation Dogs, okay?
1: Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I think just in general, like, Wendy's in the 80s was big, yeah, there goes, he's driving around the looking for bug. it, the love bug drives away and then this sleazy hotel he drives by that's where oh they have her and they have her all tied up shit on her mouth oh
0: my god
1: and like they, they they think she's a little kid they're blowing bubbles on her and fucking they have stuffed animals
2: but what are they trying to do
1: <laughs> I think just get her not to be upset like they're trying to feed her french fries and stuff mm. but she won't eat she's just mad now
2: well just leave her tied up like what, what yeah. else do you want you know what I mean what do you want her to do? Like <laughs> I don't get it. There's always
1: a sweet Jeep parked outside his apartment. Yeah, the dad mm-hmm. drives by his apartment, just sees all the the, the dogs <laughs> that followed her home. But that like I think that scene with all the dogs, that's when I really start liking, uh, the angel character. Like just realizing like how kinda like uh I don't know, how pure she was and her magical powers and stuff. I thought that was fun. <laughs> And there's like a, it starts getting super Disney-esque uh, Snow White later on <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, these dorks, that, like basically their, their great plan is they're going to have a press conference at like this little local auditorium to all the local press to reveal to the world that they have an angel and it's like, she's literally tied with the rope to a chair mm-hmm. and shit in the back. And they dress her up in black robe too, which is I thought <laughs> was a weird choice for an angel.
2: She's like, I'm over this.
1: Yeah, she's sick of it.
2: Oh, she's trying to get the eye contact.
1: Yeah, she starts to mesmerize one of the guys with her Ooh. stare. Another one's like, No, no, don't look oh. in her eyes.
2: He's seeing the hearts flying around.
1: Yeah, <laughs> everybody falls in love with an angel when they see it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, like, at this point in time, especially after they kidnapped her, like, I wasn't down with his <laughs> boys at all. I thought they were assholes. Yeah. I, like, I thought he was really going to have to, like, come and beat... I mean, he kind of does fight them, but, like, I thought he was really going to have to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, he he stayed at their lair all night, I guess, hoping that they would come back with her. Because, he, you, you know, know, he saw them kidnap her. But, like, too, also, too, he starts looking more sicker in this scene, too, if you notice. Like, looks more like shit. His headache's have been taking the toll.
2: I guess just that he has a shadow.
1: Yeah, the drama shadow. It's... I always thought that was, like, a real thing, the 5 o'clock shadow, like, the hell they always portray in movies. But nobody really looks like, all oh, has that perfect outline around their face, like, the <laughs> day after the
0: shift. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, yeah, so this becomes a whatever... In hijinks. He has to uh, race around. He's trying to find the town, whatever. I forget what it's called. It's like the press club is what it's called. It's like this little auditorium. So, yeah, he drives through the town asking people where to go. and Which is like, didn't you live here your whole life? Like, wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't you know where the press club was? I know. I thought that was weird, too. It's just an excuse. He pulls in this little local gas station. I love how busy this gas station is, too. They're like overheating cars. Now this this dude here, this Hispanic dude with the host, he's like a real actor who was in a lot of movies, and like he's literally just an extra in this movie. The guy on the right, I can't remember his name uh, is, but he was in a lot of movies throughout the 90s and 2000s, and it's weird that he's just literally an extra with like, I think maybe one line or no lines here.
2: I don't recognize him.
1: Yeah, I do. But yeah, and then he pulls out and backs up and... It's pretty funny. This mechanic no, no. guy's like, hey, you asshole. Jeez. He throws a tire at the car. But yeah, this is like a mad dash to stop her from being unveiled to the world here.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of reckless
0: driving in this movie.
1: Yeah. And like, it's kind of funny too, because like the way this setup is where he's like rushing there and shit. Like, this almost feels like something that should be happening like at the end of the movie. But yeah. it's like, it's really just like... I mean, we're probably a little more than halfway, but it's really just like the end of the second act here. <laughs> but uh, man, he re- he really reminds me of John Ritter with his facial mannerisms and everything. Mm-hmm. It's weird, like he got the—I think it's the mouth and the teeth he has going. I can't on. I can stop
2: seeing it now after you said that.
1: John Ritter, yeah, it's weird, like especially if you knew John Ritter from his younger roles. But um i don't know it's just like uh at this point in the movie it's kind of like it's like all fun hijinks like maybe you wouldn't take it too serious but it's just like at this point like you really just start feeling bad for him maybe that's intentional you start feeling bad for him and uh the angel because like everybody's just like such a scumbag
2: I like how they're like. She was like, "Atta girl, don't let him treat you like that." Like they obviously all see how wrong the situation is that they all these men have this girl tied up. And yeah, <laughs> they're almost, not doing anything to help her to get free.
1: Yeah, it almost looks like a weird kind of like gang rape situation. Yeah, but um, yeah, this is where he starts beating them up. And I was like, "Oh, I guess you know, especially at this point in the movie, like, I guess, I guess they're the bad guys of the movie." You know what I
2: mean? Yep.
1: But yeah. It's funny, because, like...
2: I don't like that. I don't like that she started turning, like, me yeah. and, like, got bad. I don't know. But, I mean, I think she just... Angels aren't supposed to hit anybody.
1: But I think she just did, because, like, they, they were all fighting with him.
2: I guess she probably saw him.
1: Too. Yeah, like, I think, I think they're, like... I mean, obviously, she's kind of copying what she's doing, but when she punched him, his friend, in the face... It's very cartoony, though. I mean, nobody gets, like, a broken nose or anything.
2: See, like, yeah, she's just... Trying to kiss him and kiss him. <laughs> and yeah, it's like why do you why are you doing that?
1: <laughs> yeah, it comes off as she's very uh, nymphomaniac, but like, Jeez. if you don't realize that she's trying to uh, save him, save him. Yeah,
2: maybe the uh, stress of the situation is making him worse. Yeah, his headaches get
0: worse.
1: That's pretty much like how I kind of took it. Like, especially once like you know what's going on. Yeah, and then. And then, like... That was kind of, like, weird thing, but he's on... The TV cameras come up to him, and he's like, Oh, why are you taking her away? And he's like, because she's mine. <laughs> and Phoebe Cates is watching it on TV. She's, like, cooking some shit. And, like, she starts, like, going fully mental now. Mm. Our oh, her food catches on fire. More hijinks. Like, yeah, it's like, this, this movie will really slow down just to have some hijinks going on. Because <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird, too. Because, like, um yeah and uh her dad is confronting his friends saying like I need her, where is she and then uh you know basically he he uh threatens to have his friends thrown in jail for the the terrorist stunt well it's not even that he claim- he he claims um that they stole some shit from his house at, when they did that stunt on his party mm-hmm. when they broke in like fake terrorists or whatever, which of course isn't true they didn't nobody stole anything. But he's just going to tell the cops that to arrest these guys. And, and, like, they kind of call his bluff. They're like, oh, yeah, sure. Please, anything with jail. And then, literally, it cuts to them in jail, and they're like, oh, shit, this sucks. Oh,
2: piss head. Yeah. I so, wonder if that's another way of saying piss ant.
1: Probably. You gotta ask Triple H, he will know. <laughs> but yeah I like if they just cut till they're like in the jail it's like funny too like it's such like a manufactured j- little jail but um hmm. like one thing like watching this movie again is like they totally backed in like uh they would make a movie that had like romance in it and like they weren't afraid to like not really cater it to women at all yeah <laughs> Cause like this movie is really like it's a romance
2: movie and everything. I don't think it was supposed to be for women though. No,
1: that's what I was saying. Like, and they totally didn't mind just catering a date movie towards men. Yeah, because because it's all like fantasy fulfillment that like you wouldn't want to marry like Phoebe Cates and like you would find somebody who was actually like more beautiful and better for you. Now what this is my where it gets. Part? Yeah, this is where it gets really Disneyfied. Where they they're going out in these woods. And, again, it's, like, almost like some E.T. woods. Not quite, but, like, kind of similar. And, um, with the lighting and the smoke. In the 80s, you always had to have smoke outside outdoors. The outdoors was always really smoky. But, yeah, it starts getting very Snow White-esque with all the animals coming out. And, like, you see the birds keep always flying around, and they never fly too high to keep them in the camera shot because they got little ropes tied to their feet and stuff. But, um... Yeah, like, look how smoky this clubhouse is, to just to show the light coming through the, the windows and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they go, and, like, really, once they get out in nature and stuff, like, it becomes, like, snow white. There's always animals around here. And, like, I think that was intentional, to be like that, you know?
2: Yeah, to look soft. Yeah.
1: He has a bag of groceries, but then he has some Wendy's in there, too. And he's trying to show her bananas and other things, and all she wants is the fries. Nah, she, like Because he always gets burgers and fries for both of them and then she just steals both the fries.
2: God, why does she have to shove them in her face?
1: Yeah, she eats like a pig. I think it's just one of those things, again, like like we are saying, like this is a romance movie ga- uh, geared towards men. I mean, obviously it's for the joke of it, but it's just like, you Their know.
2: Their house is a smoky, too.
1: Yeah. Like, it's really like a lot of the interior. It's inter- not
2: just that like, soap opera filter.
1: No, it's smoke. Because, like, whenever you want to show a light uh, see, now it's all clear. Yeah, now it's clear. There's no smoke. Whenever you want to see, show a, a shaft of light, you always got to smoke up the room so it, it shows up better.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah. Um, Jeez. Yeah, it's getting real high. She's yeah, slamming she doors. Shit's falling off windows. Yeah. Or, off, or off the wall, I mean. So, yeah. So, like, at this point, too, like you never really know if he's exactly just, like... Falling asleep, or if he's just passing out because it was like brain tumor. But that's the thing if you're watching this movie for the first time, like you don't even really know he has a brain tumor yet at this point. You're just maybe expecting it because it keeps showing the bottle of aspirin.
2: Oh, we don't know what he has. Yeah.
1: Again, more product placement. He's always drinking those cans of Coke. Coke Classic.
2: And it worked because we're still drinking it like that today.
1: Yep. Still drinking those red cans. Mm hmm. Yeah, so this part. Look at all these animals, in like they're all. Two, the, the animals are living in harmony. There's a baby bear. Some baby goats come up to give her kisses. She's got a uh, baby mountain lion sitting in her lap. Another bigger mountain lion off to the side. Deer walking through the shot. Yeah, yeah. Th- this this was your least favorite scene. Was he he peeks on her uh, bathing in like I guess this is a pond or a stream. I don't know. But it's, like, really weird, though. Um, like, she's bathing, but, like, you don't see anything. They don't use it as a chance to show her. I guess she's just keeping her chest covered up. But it's a, it's a cool visual, though, because she's in the water with her wings flapping and stuff. And, like, he can't help but look at her, but he's, like, he's kind of, uh... Yeah, her hair's coming down, covering her chest. But, uh... He, he feels Yeah, splashing <laughs> in the water. Is it like, it seemed like you really yeah, didn't like, uh, yeah. you felt like they were sexualizing an angel too yeah, much. Yeah,
2: like, I don't know, I just, I mean, I come from a Catholic upbringing, so just like, I'm not saying yeah. it needed to be like, a legit angel movie, but it just kind of was like, alright, you kind of crossed the line there, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. But you're... again, like we're saying, it's, it's a movie directed at guys, so whatever.
1: <laughs> now we get a shot of Phoebe Cates in the convenience store talking to the the girl clerk there, and they're looking at the national choir. Has her boyfriend in it. And she gets mad, rips it up. Again, another weird callback to that convenience store for no reason. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. Like I think it's really, I mean, it's definitely trying to be a wacky comedy. But like I feel like that their intention, like I don't think they were like intending it to really be like risque or
2: sexual honestly
0: yeah
2: i couldn't say i'm not the audience for it so (laughs) yeah it's just like the same thing with like weird science and yeah like i'm not the audience for that so i really don't have a say you know i don't
1: this is this is my favorite part where she goes in the woods and again the those baby goats are so cute no, she
2: almost stepped on that rabbit. The
1: bunny rabbit says yeah, she's running through the woods and her... Like, just the... like. Well, you have
2: she made the discovery that her wing is healed.
1: Yeah. She takes the bandage off her wing. She's feeling better. And she... Like, just this whole shot and the lighting and everything is very... Again, it's very Disney-esque. And I love this part where she flies. It was cool. Yeah. Um... I feel like we're getting, like, the, what do you call it, the 4D film experience, because they showed, like, the skunk in the woods earlier, and I feel like the skunk smells coming from the woods out here now. <laughs> we have woods right behind us, and we get visits from skunks quite often. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and it's, it's really, it's really good, it kind of, the visual effects kind of remind me of the Supergirl movie at the time, <laughs> of her flying through the air and stuff. Yeah, she flies basically up to the clouds, up to heaven, mm-hmm. and then she'll come back down. And she basically ends up bandaging. Oh, your... I do smell it now. Yeah, oh, I'm dang. telling you, smell vision. Holy moly! And we, I think we still got about 25 minutes of this movie <laughs> to go. We can't even escape. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm choking. I on didn't. Skunking. I didn't smell it when you yeah. said. <laughs> um. It's still not as bad as our old house. We had woods over there. We always get skunked out there, too. Mm. But, like, yeah, it's still bad when it comes. It's nasty. (laughs) But, yeah, she basically uh, re-bandages her her wing, um, (laughs) you know, so he doesn't know (laughs) that she can fly again. You didn't like that part of the story either, right?
2: Yeah, because I don't like that she's being deceitful. Like, Mm. that's not what an angel does.
1: But don't you think it's just because she loves him now? She doesn't want to leave him?
2: Yeah, but still, yeah. I would have preferred if she would have stayed white meat.
1: But she's having conflict.
2: But then that makes her human. Yeah. So, like... That starts getting into all the stupid modern Marvel shit of, like, But they're human and they have feelings and he wants to go be with Peggy. (laughs) Oh, you're talking about Captain America, yeah. I just don't like that. It's like, either you're supernatural or you're not. You're superhuman or you're not. Like, I just don't like it. (laughs) It's just like, I want him to be legit. I want her to be a legit angel.
1: Yeah. So, like, this is where they finally explain, like, really his whole story and his whole character. So, he grew up wanting to be a music composer his whole life. Mm -hmm. And then, like he was he was starting to work towards it and do it, but then, like, all the headaches came, and then he, make, he met Phoebe Cates, and she didn't like the idea of him trying to, like, live a musician's life, I guess. So he gave up on it for her. So, like, yeah, like, basically, I feel like the movie's trying to, like, basically swing you away from, you know... If you haven't already come around to the idea that he should be with the angel instead, it's, like, I think definitely at this point... Like you realize how conflicted he was. He was trying to work. Like that's why he was so herky-jerky in the beginning of the movie. Like he's but just he's frustrated still, with his life.
2: But he still like is trying to say like he wants to be with the girlfriend. Yeah. And he's being very like logical and reasonable about reasonable saying like. You don't belong here. We could never be together. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, that's the thing, too, is, like, there's really, like, not even, a, at this point in the story, like, you don't know. There's really no true sliver of hope that they could, that he could ever be with her. Like, like he, yeah, he stumbles there. Like, you can tell he's getting fucked up from his brain thing. Mm-hmm. But, um.
2: I did notice on this viewing how, like, there were a lot of times where she was, like, observing him like, when he was experiencing those things. Yeah. Like, one of the times when he was, like, looking for the aspirin and all that, like, she was just watching him. And then that time, too, like, when he fell down, she was just watching him.
1: Yeah. And here the cops have found his car out in the woods. And then, like, also, too, at the same time, his dad and his buddies are, like, running uh, or driving there. Like, they, they think they know where he's at. But, yeah, he has a little tape recorder. He starts playing some music, one of his compositions. But, um... Mm -hmm. She likes it. Yeah, you can tell she's digging it. So, what did you think at this point in time? Because I wasn't really sure, like... Like, how he was going to go one way or another. Did you think he was still going to end up going back to his normal life? Or, like...
2: I mean, I guess, like, because... Even though, like, I mean, right now that we're talking about it, it's like, we're obviously, and the fact that we've watched the ending of the movie, like, we know what happened to him, you know, in the end. But, like, I don't know, like, still even at this point, I was just, like, when I didn't know yet, like, I I just figured, like, he would get her back to where she came from, and, you know, then he would... Go back to his life again. Which, yeah. And that the girl would be fine, like, now that she had her back, you know?
1: Yeah. Because, you he, know, he, it's not like he was ever really trying to be romantic with the angel. He just was always trying to help her. Yeah. And all the sleazy people that was trying to take advantage of her. It's like, it's really only, I'd say this, The I mean, obviously he looks at her and he falls in the trance of love or whatever that everybody does who looks at her. But, like, this time where he puts his music on and she starts, like, dancing with them, they start slow dancing. Like, this is the first time where really anything starts, like, I felt like was actually, like, oh, maybe, like, you know. Because, like, this is, like, the first real romantic. Because before that, every time he's just like, oh, we got to help you. Now, this is cool here. There's a, they do a crane up shot and there's an owl in a tree watching them. And I thought, like, oh, maybe it's just a statue. The owl turns his, it doesn't turn his body. It just turns his neck around. I didn't know owls could just turn around and look behind them like that.
2: Yeah. I think they can honestly they might be able to do it all the way yeah but i mean it will go back yeah yeah
1: like he pretty much did turn it all the way it was like almost completely straight looking backwards it was weird yeah i don't know if that was a training thing if you could tell owl to look somewhere if they made a noise or something that made him turn around and look yeah that was crazy that shot yeah yeah so now Phoebe Cates wakes up in her drunken stupor, And this is, this is where you start realizing, like, oh, it's already been, like, high jinks, But now it's getting real
2: slap-ass. Oh, God. I, this part, I'm just like, oh, my
1: God. Yeah, she's fully dressed already. She has jeans on. But she jumps up and grabs a pair of panties and puts them over her jeans. And she starts putting another pair of jeans on. She's like, oh, what am I doing? Whatever. But she still keeps the panties on on the outside of her jeans. She throws on a sweater. And then she runs out, and she's like, literally, like, the rest of the movie, when we see her, like, she's still wearing those panties on the outside of her jeans. I
2: think that her wearing those just really, like, made me the whole time. I was just like, oh, god!
1: Yeah. And then
2: the fact that she keeps calling her a slut, and just like, yeah, geez,
1: like... Well, she just thinks the angel is a slut, because she... I mean, she don't know if she's an angel. She just thinks she's a girl who stole her boyfriend. Or I know, but... To...
2: Was just a... She was just being so nasty. Harsh. yeah. yeah. Oh, my
1: God. And then this is really, like, too much where they just have her do a pratfall already down the stairs for no reason. <laughs> and it's what's like, funny shit. is
2: that if you were to watch, like, another kind of movie where, like, there's, like, intruders in a house or something and somebody pushes somebody down the stairs, like, that person would have died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But on this, she just got back up and was like, hee
0: and She's she, she like, keeps oh. <laughs> going.
1: She's, like, "It's such a drunken stupor. <laughs> yeah, the, like... Like, uh, I thought they were already on the way to the woods, but yeah, the dad bailed out the friends, and now they're going to the woods. And then, of course, like, her dad is, he was waiting outside the jail the whole time, waiting for them to come out. But it's weird, too, though, that, like, now, like, the, Jim's mom and, like, Phoebe K's dad are teamed up, because, like, it's like...
2: Well, she had the hots for him at the party at the beginning. Did so, she? Yeah. I thought that was
1: going on. So she's going to have an affair on, on Jim's dad with, with Phoebe said. Like, that's just weird.
0: Yeah.
1: That that maybe almost seems like more of a, of a weird subplot that bit would have been worth exploring more than just, like, all the Wendy's eating french fries types of hijinks. <laughs> yeah, and now, like, he takes the bandage off and realizes her wing is uh, fixed and, you know her powers should be back and she should be able to leave. I thought, too, like, it kind of made it, like, a little more, like, worthwhile, like, the love story between him and the Angel character, because, like, he actually really does just, like, like, from the beginning out of an unselfish way, just want to help her get back to where she's supposed to be. Like, he did have, like... Like, real good intentions for her. Oh, because it's time for her to go. She starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't understand it, but it's like, yeah. He's trying to explain to her. He's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's more reason for you to leave. Because we do that all the time here on Earth.
2: Like, I guess at this point, I realized, like, she actually fell in love with him.
1: Yeah. She wasn't just a, uh, what do you call it a nympho songbird or whatever mm. siren
2: well she was it seemed to like but yeah. now it seems like she genuinely fell in love with him
1: yeah <laughs> it was funny fucking Phoebe Cates is driving they're all speeding all drunk and like uh, uh, well they're not playing it on the captions for some reason but what was the song was it Earth Angel was it's playing like
2: Angel Baby by Rosie in the original oh,
1: okay Angel Baby I thought that was funny. And then, and of course... You the, were
2: cracking up. On oh, it yeah, had me laughing.
1: <laughs> and it, it, what really made me laugh was when she tried to grab the knob to turn it off and the fucking knob broke off. Like, oh my God, that was like... I did
2: think it was funny that they chose that instead of Earth Angel because yeah. Angel Baby is a very ethnic kind of oldie song. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I, like I loved it when uh, she, she kind of crashes the... the Corvette into like this. She doesn't this deserve tree. that car. She does. They treat this car like shit. Mm. Oh, she. Jeez. Maybe she kicked the tire, but it looked like she kicked the car.
0: Mm.
1: And uh, she, yeah, I guess we should say she has her dad's shotgun. I love these shots though, with the light and the smoke coming through the. I mean, the four like that was very cliche of movies back then, but still, it's like a cool look.
0: Yeah.
1: And The backlighting and everything on their hair. So now we're gonna have like the big third, whatever third act climax in the woods here, when all the characters are gonna converge, and really slap ass hijinks are gonna happen. Mm. Which, like, again, she like,
2: says no way.
1: Yeah, showing that. I mean, you could have done like a more heartfelt, dramatic, satisfying ending. But again, because this is for guys, like, yeah, they really want to go for the '80s cocaine fueled slap ass hijinks. <laughs>
2: Oh.
0: Yeah, I really
1: like that shot when her hair was blowing up. Yeah, she disappeared into uh, basically glitter. And, like, now she's invisible. Like, uh, because she senses Phoebe Cates is coming. So, like, this is pretty much, like, the the fight showdown between Phoebe. He says,
2: like, I'm not feeling too good. Yeah. He says, I'm not feeling too swift. Yeah. Oh, God. I <laughs> cannot stand her face. Like, look at her. Her drunk faces. Like... Yeah. Oh, my God. She's so gross. They totally could... Like,
1: I'm kind of surprised they didn't, really, but, like, they totally could have done the ending where she shoots him and kills him that way, and then... I
2: regained my feminine dignity. Yeah. Jeez. Where's
1: that angel bitch, huh? Hmm? Oh,
2: she's so nasty. She's doing
1: some Jim Carrey fish faces there, man. It's really over the top. Ugh.
2: Ugh. He's like being like 100% honest with her and she's just treating him like crap. I hated that. Yeah. It's, it's funny
1: how goofy it gets at the end here. Because like if you made this movie now it would be like the all time Razzie Award nope. winner. But at the time it was just a regular movie. Here's
2: where they didn't say. She's there still.
1: Yep. She turned invisible and she starts beating the shit out of Phoebe Cates. Like you get some, you get some good Bruce Campbell <laughs> style <laughs> acting for Phoebe Cates here.
2: Oh, oh, she gets kicked in the butt. Is so it's, no, not the butt. Yeah, I know. Oh
1: god. She goes face first into some. This really, is a, my least favorite. Yeah, it's really oh, just mud, god. but it like it looks like she got Dookie smeared all over her face. It's so gross now. Brown all over her mouth. She's literally a brown nose now.
2: So, oh my god.
1: Yeah, Phoebe Case. This
2: went on too long. Yeah,
1: Phoebe Case goes, You kicked me in behind. Because, like, it was the invisible angel beating her up. And, like, the dude was just standing there with his arms down. But she's, like, oh, God. Uh, she's dying. convinced that he was beating the shit out of her. That's, like, another dark thing that couldn't happen now. It's, like, people thinking a guy was beating up a girl, even though he wasn't. Yeah, she starts crying to her dad, and his mom gets there. She starts crying, he killed me in your hiney, your hiney, yeah my hiney, oh, blah blah blah, God. over and over Like with the, the whole rest
2: d- of the movie she's saying slut and bitch and like, yeah. she, he, she never, she can't say like ass or anything like that.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of surprised, like, like the dad character at least like, you know, like he knows that there's an angel, you'd think he would be more understanding.
2: Uh, it's just, like, he's, like, suffering, and nobody's noticing.
1: Yeah, he's really, like, getting all, like, oh, like, ready to pass out and shit with this headache shit. Yeah. Like, he's, and like, the guy keeps grabbing him and shaking him, too. Like, if you have a pounding headache, somebody's shaking you make your head bobbing like that makes you sh- feel shittier. Yeah, now the crew shows up to save him. <laughs> My heroes. <laughs> it's, like, basically everybody just wants to keep fighting, but, um... <laughs> Yeah, basically he's gonna like oh my God. pass out and almost die here. And like these guys are really doing nothing. Like they're standing on the sidelines. Like they've been involved in all the hijinks all movie long, and now like they're not even doing anything. The guy, st- the guy, still wants to steal this angel for his advertising campaign. Hmm. Yeah, but he's still smart oh. to then
2: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. It's like almost wow. like they're gonna tear him apart.
0: Mm. Mm. And
1: everybody fights in such a big ball of like whatever that like they don't even realize he like pretty much dropped dead to the floor. Mm. And now she comes Dang. back it's a cool special effect. She sends like a kind of like Dang. these energy waves through. And yeah, I really I really like this scene.
2: Thing. She
1: screams at them. Man, the guy's mom really turned out to be horrible. Mm-hmm. I think she might actually be the worst one. Oh. Yeah, this is awesome, too. Like, <laughs> she uses her powers to make a rain cloud go over just Phoebe Cates <laughs> and her dad.
2: Wherever they go it moves.
1: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and then eventually they split up and then it's like some composited fake rain and lightning oh. bolts hitting them. And, like, again, like, like Phoebe Cates really did nothing wrong. I mean, she overreacted more and more, but, like, she really did nothing wrong. That's why I felt a little bit conflicted. Like, I ended up not liking her character by the end, but at the same time, it's like, you have to wonder, was she really a bad, like, fiancé or whatever? Or did she just really, like, I know he said, like, she, she didn't support his dreams or what he wanted to do for his music career, but, like, was she really that bad or was she driven insane by, the, like, the circumstance, you know what I mean?
2: She, like, directed their attention to him on the ground.
1: Yeah. She... Because, like, they weren't even, like, noticing still, like, what had happened to him. Yeah. And she flew away. And, like, yeah.
2: I mean, she's, like, the uppity, you know, because, like, she yeah. was just expecting him to go along with the role of you know, that party at the beginning, and, like, she really didn't care about his feelings or what, you know, how he was feeling about having to play that role. So, I mean, that's really her. She really is a spoiled brat.
1: Yeah. So, no, this is, like, kind of the most... Let's see
2: if the captions don't say what he says.
1: Yeah, this is, like, the most important dialogue that Dr... Walks into the waiting room. And,
2: Cerebral but, tumor in a very advanced stage. Wow.
1: Yeah. Has he been complaining of severe headaches? So the doctor comes in and it's weird. Like, he comes into the waiting room and then the waiting room door closes. And, like, you can, like, I heard it, but it's very muffled. Like, the dialogue gets very muffled. You'd when have you watch to turn
2: movie. it up loud to hear what he was actually saying. Yeah.
1: And like it they just... didn't
2: like do a voiceover. They didn't do like a voiceover in post or anything, so you could actually hear what he was saying once the door closed.
1: But I just thought it was weird. Like they didn't actually have like. I mean, there was an actor there, but that doctor. But you only saw his back and the back of his head. Yeah. You think they're like they would have wanted to dramatize it better with like actually sewing the doctor's face, like talking to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, this this is a really cool scene too. Like at this point, like I was finally. Especially now that, like, all the wacky Phoebe Kate's bullshit was over. Like, I was, like, really into the movie now. Like, really the third act. Uh, like, I liked all these special effects. And I liked that kind of, you know, blue screen. Before they had a green screen, they used blue screen. I liked that composite shot of her uh, flying into the balcony. And then the town in the background. You could see in the background. Mm-hmm. It's like a matte painting kind of thing. But like, yeah, she comes in and sees him. He's in a hospital bed and he's got all these electrodes and sensors and shit on his uh, forehead and stuff. And he's passed out. Like, I mean, he's pretty much is dying at this point.
2: Yeah. And uh so what's happening here?
1: So, yeah. So she takes like all like, the what uh, is she doing. She takes all the uh, electrodes and shit off his head. And she's, like, what was that? She's just, like, wiping over his head or whatever. Like, hovering her hand over his head.
2: But, like, why? What was that doing?
1: She's just sensing what's going on with his brain. And also, she had to help him out, too, because, like, he wasn't awake. Like, she had to give him some power to wake up. And he's he's telling her, you know, I'm sorry I yelled at you. I didn't want you to go. And, like, pretty much this is, like, the money shot of the movie when... Finally, she's going to get her chance to, uh, take him and wrap her, uh, arms around him and her wings actually wrap around him. And then, like, we get, like, a big kind of, like, exposure of light. And, uh, she's going to end up healing him in a second.
2: He's, like, explaining the whole story now.
1: Yeah. But, uh.
2: This is sad. I, it, I really needed to watch this one with captions, because I'm, yeah. like, getting emotional this time. I was, like, so, like, perturbed by this point in the movie when we watched it the first time. that I, just, <laughs> I was, like, so annoyed with everything, I, and, like, I didn't know what was going on. But now I'm, like, actually getting emotional. Like,
1: the, like, I picked this movie for Valentine's Day. I bought this Blu-ray a little while ago, and I've been, like, itching to see it, because I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid. But, like, I didn't really remember it because I like, guess just when you're a kid and it's just every 80s movie is slap ass. Like, I didn't realize it was such a slap ass comedy. I thought it was more of like a straight ahead romantic comedy. So, like, all this stuff with, like, the romance, like, I actually really did. Like, why? Like, like...
2: She's sad. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: He tells her, you know, he loves her and they finally kiss. And I love this shot where she, you know, they hug and her wings wrap around him. I thought it was awesome. But it's like, yeah, like if you really—I mean, you don't know until it happens. But like, um,
0: mm.
1: yeah, the kiss makes him pass out like before, but she Ew. actually, you know,
2: like she doesn't want to now.
1: Yeah, because like if you if you if you don't know what you know if you haven't seen the movie before, basically you think she's just gonna take his soul to heaven and he's just dead. But something else happens here. But yeah, I mean, it's it's. Hot. I mean, honestly, as like slap ass as like the earlier part of the movie is, like like all this is like really well acted. This is really kind of beautiful imagery here and stuff with the wings and the light. I really like this part. It's just
2: like her face was so like, I don't know, like why is she doing that face? <laughs> she, I mean... She wasn't doing it before,
1: like her orgasm face. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah that's why I'm just kind of like what is happening here like I was so confused but I mean obviously now I totally get it yeah she's
1: like making the noise in there okay
2: but I don't understand what happened there like why did it have a different outcome
1: well I mean that's I mean you probably could understand with her french-ass accent but you'll you'll see
2: oh yeah the the one day pass or whatever
1: yeah she like so basically
2: on good behavior or whatever she says
1: yeah so, basically, his friends come in, and it looks like he's dead in the hospital bed, and the the, um, the electrodes are off him, you know, and, like, he can't wake up or whatever at first, so, like, you really think he's dead, you think she took his soul to heaven, but he's going to wake up for a second, and then out of nowhere, like, a really hot French nurse is going to come in, <laughs> and uh, you just think, oh, wow, he's playing, you know, staying at a great hospital, a sexy nurse, but... It's actually her, and she got turned into a human. Like, uh this dialogue will come up here in a second, but like, it's funny too because like, I don't even th- I don't even know if they notice it's her, and it's so obviously her. Just well, so they form. kept
2: her in the dark in that shot where the door yeah. opened.
1: It's yeah, this shot where she turns around, and you see her face better, and uh, obviously Emmanuel Bert is a French actress, and like.
2: So I guess she was, like, healing him. Yeah. I don't know, because then why did she engulf him?
1: Well, that's what she's, and she tells his friends, like, he's going to be all right. I have it on high authority. And, like, they back off, and, like, they're in amazement. They realize it's her. (laughs) I like this guy. He he went to back out the door, but he missed it. He's Mm -hmm. like, oh, wow, yeah, thank you. (laughs) Like, they're just all so happy and relieved that their friend's going to be okay. But, yeah, like, watch what she says now. he finally wakes up and like he feels like all rested and better he's not all sick and dying anymore yeah and he's like all confused and he asks how and she says an answer an answer to an angel's prayer
2: so she asked for it
1: yeah I think that's why she was like cause I didn't have to see it with the sound again but when she was making that orgasm face I think she was like Kind of communing And so You know
0: mm.
1: Yeah But she's like Fully human now So it's like You know She's, she's saying You know <laughs> I gotta leave her absence so. That was
2: still cheesy AF It What? <laughs> take me out some for some french fries <laughs> yeah her
1: accent is super like
2: can you take me out for some french
1: <laughs> but it's like that was the only thing is like i was telling you like Dino de Laurentiis he was like notorious for dubbing over the actors like when he made flash gordon the australian flash gordon guy he dubbed over his for the entire movie flash gordon's dubbed whereas like this was like literally one scene they could have just dubbed her voice but they're like no just have her do it with her thick ass french accent <laughs>
2: Oh, look, the writer was an owlish man in church.
1: Oh, yeah, the yeah, director. Oh, was that the director? Yeah, Tom McLaughlin. Yeah, I think Oh, he was the guy who uh, caught on fire, I yeah. guess. Yeah. wow, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I didn't put that together. So, yeah, yeah, that was it. So, like, yeah, it's just really weird. Like, I think it's a good story. It's just the execution in the movie is a little weird. Like, how a lot of it is. Because, like, they're just, like... You gotta make the, the whatever goofy... Uh, you know over the top comedy for the dumb people come to the movie (laughs) but like when you kind of know the the story of the movie
2: it's better on the second viewing it is (laughs) and honestly it's better for me with captions because like i don't know there was a lot of stuff i missed from when we watched it the first time yeah so yeah so like
1: where my demon lover was about Scott Valentine getting turned into a demon and, and, you know, trying to, like, whatever, have a romance with a regular girl. This one was about an angel girl having a romance with a a normal guy. But, like, I think it's good, though, because it's, like, one of those things where, like, I feel like she fell in love with him because she saw how good he was and, like, how much he was always trying to help her. And he, like... Whereas, like, every other human she encountered was trying to exploit her. like he he was was worth
2: falling in love with. He was a good guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And, like... That's what I was telling you, like, you would never see a romance film, like, like now, like, especially now in 2023, every, uh, yeah, visual effects in 65 millimeter by Boss Film Corporation, but, like, especially now, like, you really gotta dogpile on, like, how terrible men are, and women don't need men, and all this kind of shit, men are shitty, but, like, this one, it's like, you know, it's kind of like, it's like, it's kind of like... their
2: feather consultant. <laughs>
1: Feather consultant. It's kind of like a real man's fantasy because it's like yeah. you you can have uh, somebody who like Phoebe Cates and like you don't even want to marry her because she's so annoying, and then just you know like the whatever one in one trillion chance that a an a beautiful angel will come to Earth <laughs> and save you and yeah. and you're dying of a head tumor, brain tumor, and like yeah like so it's it's really like a male fantasy. It's almost like a a male uh, version fantasy of, like, a Cinderella type story, so, like, yeah, that, I mean, that's what's just so cool about it, and, like, like I said, because even when we were watching it the other night, like, it was just the non-stop, uh, slapstick comedy after slapstick comedy, like, even I was like, all right, like, get the movie going already, whatever, but it's, like, once you, like, really kind of know how to decode the movie and understand what's going on, like, it, it really is a movie with some depth and some, like, some heartfelt emotion. So I appreciate that about it. Like, I appreciate the, um, what do you call it? Um, outrageous premise of the film. And, uh, I appreciate, you know, at the end, you know, everybody loves a good, happy ending, especially one that you can't, it's a little bit of surprise you can't see coming.
2: I was five years old.
1: You were five years old when this movie came out. Dang. That's why you never,
2: have you ever heard of this movie? at all. No, I did. That's why I would not when it first started and I saw it was him, I was like, I think that's the guy from All My Children. Like, yeah. I was so surprised because I didn't think he ever did anything else because yeah. it seems like those soap opera actors, like, that's all they their career is, is just that role in the soap opera. Like, yeah. I never realized that he did other anything else. I really don't think he did that much of anything else, honestly, other than this movie yeah cause I remember looking it up when I after we watched it I was like looking it up to see like if he'd done anything else but he never really did that much I think he did little stuff here and there maybe but yeah I don't think other than the soap opera I don't think he had any other roles
1: yeah like it was, it's it's really weird cause like he's very like distinctive to me like I remember him but like yeah it's uh Michael E. Knight but um i really only know him from this movie like i really like i don't know what it is about him unless there's something else i'm trying to like google here on the fly but of course it's got to be a pain in the ass but um yeah he's best known for playing tad martin on abc soap up all my there's a picture of him now older on there like i guess he stayed on that show forever yeah but um yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, I mean, he he looks good for an older guy, but it doesn't quite look like him anymore.
2: Yeah, his face is very familiar to me. <laughs> oh,
1: he was in the movie Hex. I remember that. I think that's like the airy-gross date comedy. Um, let's see. Yeah, it looks like it's just a bunch of TV shows. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. He's... he's now on uh he's been on a lot of soap operas like even recently he was on the young and the restless for a year 2019 the president says now he's on general hospital
0: so yeah
2: that's funny they did a crossover with his character on one life to live
1: <laughs> yeah. dang it looks like he started on all my children 1982 which was about five years before this so yeah it's kind of cool that a um Told you. Yeah, soap opera well I wasn't debating it, but the soap opera actor like made the crossover. Told yeah. you. So yeah, so as far as uh appointment Valentine's Day viewing, <laughs> like we made this film, like how would how would you say it rates on the romance meter?
0: Mm,
2: I don't know. You're the audience for this movie. Oh this is your decision.
1: I would say, on the romance meter, it's a 10 out of 10. Dang. Because he, 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 he got a... I mean, that's the thing is, like, you don't really get to see that many movies. But he
0: wasn't
2: even in love with her most of the time. He still was trying to be with his other girlfriend. Well, yeah, that's
1: just because he was a good guy. He was he was loyal and whatever, but, I mean, he got that's a That's what makes in. him
2: romantic. But, like... He was a good guy. Yeah,
1: like, he had good intentions, but, like, I think, too, it's, like, whenever you can watch a movie... Uh, where a woman comes to save a man. It's it's, it's, a, it's a rare, and a, it's a good excuse for a romance. So, yeah, so I would rate it highly, but I would also put the caveat that, like, the first time you watch it, and you don't really know what's happening. You're going to think it's kind of a junky movie. With, watch
2: it with captions. Yeah,
1: all, all the hijinks. Well, even then, like, you can sit there and watch it with captions, but you're still going to be like, like, why is all this goofy shit happening? Like, you kind of have to know, like, how the story plays out in this like totality to really you know get how quality of a film it is yeah so yeah so that's uh another another valentine's day in the books of uh, uh, uh uh the movie graveyard so we did uh my demon lover date with an angel let's see uh Next year we'll do like uh I don't know, <laughs> sex with a succubus or whatever. What oh, <laughs> we we'll have, we'll have to find some other outrageous uh, Is that really a movie? No, <laughs> I don't know. I mean it might be but like for the like, yeah.
2: I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. Now that you brought it up.
1: <laughs> sex with a succubus coming Valentine's Day, twenty twenty four. But, uh, there's it's probably a horror movie about that.
2: That sounds like it. That's why I was like... That's why I believed you. Like, yeah. I bet you there really would be a movie.
1: The 1991 classic, Sex with a Succubus. <laughs> nope. No movie.
2: No, nope, it didn't on come On Pornhub, up. Succubus porn. movie porn. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: sure Pornhub is probably still with it.
2: No, there's nothing.
1: <laughs> also on Pornhub, you can see all the NFL referees, uh their flashlight videos. But uh yeah, so that's it. So I want to thank <laughs> Why you. Why do you
2: keep bringing that up on my show? <laughs> Cuz uh, I just what Is the hell are we running get. a running ritual now of every yeah. show we do together you're going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to talking It's going to be the Easter egg in every show. now. You got to talk about <laughs> the fake football league that
1: runs on flashlight bribes.
2: Oh my god. But yeah.
1: So, we want to thank you for uh pushing your wives and girlfriends to the side or your boyfriends or husbands and making time with us on the Valentine's Day to watch and talk and discuss the the love classic, Date with an Angel. The
2: romantic classic.
1: The romantic. It was a romance for the ages. Oh my God. Built on Wendy's French fries. <laughs> All right. So until next time, we'll see you back here in the movie Graveyard.